Hi, I'm Danny Elfman. This is Shirley Manson. This is Debbie Harry. This is Chris Steiner Blondie. This is Roland Orzabal from Tears for Fears. This is Billy Idol. This is Alex Ebert, a.k.a. Edward Sharp, giving the story behind the song. Hi, this is Peter Chotty, host of the story behind the song. Each month I speak to some of music's biggest artists to get the inside stories behind their most lasting and iconic songs. Join me for new episodes on the third Monday of every month on the story behind the song from the Consequence Podcast Network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, friends. Jake Bushnell here, co-host of Feeling Good with Duddy. I'm here to say I hope you guys had a great holiday season. I'm here to wish you an early Happy New Year, and I'm here to remind you that January 5th, we will be back with all new episodes of Feeling Good with Duddy, the podcast you know and hopefully love. Yes, live music, all your favorite segments coming back at you January 5th. One thing you might not know is that Duddy and I started a live morning show. It's called Feeling Good with Duddy Live. We're doing it on Facebook. You wanna be a part of that, go to Facebook, seek out Feeling Good with Duddy Live, join that group and get ready to hang out with us live this coming Monday. Now, this past Monday was our first ever episode of Feeling Good with Duddy Live and it was awesome. Duddy and I loved it. So we decided let's turn this into an audio format and let's release it to all of our podcast listeners. So here it is guys, coming up. One thing I will say is, you know how Duddy and I are. We're building the ship mid-flight on this show. Sometimes some technical difficulties happen, right? First 10 or 15 minutes, the audio might be a little bit hot, but I assure you that our boy Luke fixes it after that and the rest of the show sounds great. So bear with us on that first 10 minutes or so, guys, but the laughs are there and there's plenty of them. So enjoy Feeling Good with Duddy Live, episode one, and please go to Facebook, find Feeling Good with Duddy Live, join the group and hang with us this coming Monday and get ready, January 5th, we're back with all the episodes you're used to. Thanks so much for hanging out with us these last three years, guys. You're the best, enjoy. Welcome to the very first episode of Feeling Good with Duddy Live. Duddy, we have a morning show. We do, and I'm trying to get down here to where I can see the comments. I saw them last time, Jake. Where did they go? Yeah, guys, bear with us. You've got a, a two 40-plus-year-old uh, men trying to figure out the oldest social media network on Earth, Facebook. That's right. But uh, luckily, we have Luke, a younger guy that can help us over there, or Duddy. I can simply pull up my phone and monitor the comments you there. You can, indeed. There, there we is. go. All yeah, right, we got we're it. In. We're Hi, in. everybody. We're in. Duddy B. What's happening, guys? We've wanted to do a live show with you guys for quite a long time. As you know, we do the Feeling Good with Duddy show every Wednesday. We do a show on Patreon every Monday, but we wanted to go live. How do we go live? And we don't want to just sit on Instagram and aimlessly talk, so we figured it out. Morning show. We like mornings, don't we, Duddy? I do. I really do enjoy mornings and I like spending my mornings with my friends. And that's why we landed on this. We thought, why not? Let's just start a group where every Monday we can get together. We can chat a bit about the weekend, chat about what's coming up in the week, have a little fun and then answer some Q and A's from our Patreon members. That's right. And uh, another big part of this is we know that our listeners are a big community. You guys all hang out. You guys all know each other. And we want to get some new listeners in. And we want them to meet all of you guys. And we thought, what a better way to do that than a morning show where you guys can actually hang out together live in the chat. So obviously, you're here to see Duddy and I talk bullshit about whatever. But you're also here just as much, I'm sure, to talk to each other and hang out with your friends in the chat. So here it is, guys. And of course, live music provided by Duddy B of the Dirty Heads and the Roman Duddy musical project and podcast. Guys, so many things going on, but let's get right into it. It is the holiday season. I hope you guys all had a Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah and everything that you celebrate. Duddy, how was your Christmas? My Christmas was great. Um, man, we like totally spoiled the crap out of our kids this year. It was fun. And uh, the kids had an amazing day. Saw the families, went up mm -hmm. and spent uh, a day up with our parents and Jake and his family, had my wife's family over on Christmas night, 
it was a lot of fun, a lot of family, a lot of awesome gifts. Um, a lot of awesome gifts too. We, we got some cool gifts from our listeners that they sent to us. We'll get into that a little later. Mm-hmm. But uh, man, yesterday though, the day after Christmas, Jake, I remember when I was a kid, like the day after Christmas is kind of dope because you get to use all your stuff and you go hang out with your friends and you're like, cool, look at the stuff I got. Let's go play with it. Let's do our things, you know? But now as a dad, at the age my kids are at now where it's like they're not just they don't just want like little toys and things they want stuff and stuff that needs to be built and set up so yesterday was just all day long i got my daughter an electric drum set she's been wanting she's been getting really into playing drums lately and i just i drive her down to the bunker where we're at now and i you know let her play drums here all the time but she wants one to play in the house and i was like damn that's loud we grew up i mean Famously, if you guys, for yeah. anyone new, Duddy was gifted a drum set when he was younger and I was gifted a guitar by our parents. We were meant to do that. And then we immediately switched. Yes. I started playing the drum set and Duddy got better at guitar far quicker than I. Um, and I was smashing that drum set yeah. in the bedroom, in, the in our bedroom. house, ruining everyone's life for quite a while. So you're you're looking at that going, I was like, nah. I've lived this before. I don't know if I want to do this. Yeah. So I hit up fucking Uncle Maddie, Maddie, uh, Maddie the drummer from you know the Dirty Heads. I hit him up. I'm like, hey, you got any like this? Like, you are you like sponsored by any of your companies? Can help out get an electric drum set? He was like, oh, I got you. So he helped me, and uh, he got me a nice deal on a cool uh, electric drum set for her. And she, I, I built it yesterday morning. I built it for her. It took me a couple hours and put it in her room, and I, she did not leave her room the rest of the day. Yeah, I talked to Duddy yesterday. We were chatting to get ready for this show here, and I'm like, yeah, hey, how's it going? He's all, dude. I, I texted Duddy early in the morning, and I'm like, Duddy, should we talk about the live show tomorrow? We got to get this shit in order. I hear from him in, like, the mid-afternoon, and he's like, just got done building the electric drum set. He's like, every single screw came individually packaged. So he had to open I that. Thought, I'm not even kidding you. What's the point of this? Like, <laughs> it was in a humongous box. So I was thinking, dope, I'm gonna open this box and I'll probably just have to put a couple things together. Yeah. No, every arm, every like thing, twist, every every single thing in the box was separately wrapped. It took me 45 minutes just to unwrap <laughs> everything in the box. I was already frustrated yeah. before I even got into building it. But then the best part was my son, and I felt bad. I, I had like a internal conflict with this one too. And I ended up like two days before Christmas breaking down and going and getting him one because I knew he was going to be a little disappointed if he didn't get this. Uh-oh, he would have been fine. I don't know about He would have been fine because I had gotten some other cool stuff and I know he probably wouldn't even have cared. It was just me like two nights before Christmas. I thought about it. I was like, oh my God, I just don't want him to be a little bummed though, you know? He He's really been begging me to get him like a PC to play games on. Okay. Because a bunch of his friends are doing like the yeah. PC gaming. He's stepping and up to that. He already plays on the Xbox sometimes. And then he's got like his iPad. And I'm like, I don't want to get him another electronic to play games on. But then, of course, I had the dad. We're like, fuck, I just want it to be the best Christmas ever, you know. So then I got him a PC. So then after the drum set, then I had to set up his PC and get him all. It was a day of that. But it was awesome because they both were super stoked. But yes, Jake. How was oh, yours? <laughs> uh, my Christmas was great, but also real quick, Duddy, Luke just sent us a text saying, super loud every time we touch the table. Okay, don't touch the table. Hands off the table. Again, guys, we're figuring the audio out as we go. But anyway, um, so we'll, we'll try to keep the hands off the table. My Christmas was great. I loved going up to see mom and dad with yeah, you guys. That, that was, nice. was like a fun day. And that was honestly the big Christmas thing where we all gave each other, you know, gifts there and stuff. And then my Christmas was, was small this year because it was just my wife and my son and I. And it was raining most of christmas day which yeah, I, I loved. i love that that was so nice but uh it was a it was a very uh musical christmas for for my family um i got my i got my wife some bass pedals she's playing bass so i got her a distortion pedal a fuzz pedal for her bass uh if you guys listen to our show i think i talked about it on here def- definitely on the morning ride show which is yeah. my morning show i do on facebook um duddy gave me a guitar so I got a new cutlass guitar that, and I have a new amp that I bought myself. So I was just ripping guitar yeah. all day on Christmas. And I sat down and made demos of a, like three acoustic songs that I'd written on Christmas and just sent them to Duddy just so someone else has them. I like to do that. I do this thing where I'm like, in case a plane crashes into my house tomorrow, 
I'd like someone else to have these songs so they exist. So I'll record them real quick, send them to Duddy, and then I go, or if anything happens, someone's got them. So I did that. It was a super musical Christmas. And then I, I jammed with my wife and my son. We gave him a tambourine. We gave him shakers and drums. So great Christmas. Loads of awesome music. Christmas. Uh, day after Christmas was easy for me because my son's two and a half. I didn't have to really get in him anything that needed to be built. But that was it, man. Christmas is fine and Christmas is dandy and Christmas is great. But let's get into the real, the real star of Christmas in our family and in anyone's, the circle that knows our family is Duddy's family's Christmas cards. Christmas cards are a weird subject for me. I'll get into my feeling on Christmas cards in a minute, but first let's, let's let this shine. Duddy's family every year comes up with the most insane Christmas cards. Like you're actually excited to get these ones because what will they do? You guys dressed up as elves and it was ridiculous one year. One year, which was the gnarliest is you guys all dressed up in flesh body suits and formed your body in like snowflake shapes and had like a professional photographer. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was so hard to look at. Bulges were showing. Imagine Duddy B as a ballet dancer, but it's all flesh. <laughs> Everything was sticking out everywhere and they're doing the shapes. And I thought that, that may maybe that one couldn't be beat. You also did a card where you guys morphed each other's faces. Yeah, that was horrifying. Yeah. This year was very special. Duddy, do you want to, should I, do, how do we, you say what you did. You say what you did to everyone. Look, we, me and my wife were just, we're like, wow, what are we going to do this year? You know, we want to do something funny. We want to do something funny. And we fell on, and, and I had this idea. I was like, what if we just got like a middle-aged, just like a random, like middle-aged man to like be in the photo. Oh, that was that's kinda, where it started? Yeah, and my Ooh. wife was like, nah, let's just add a kid. Let's just add a random kid. And I was like, all right, that's good. And we went and got like really nice photos made, you know, dressed all nice and just did like oh. sweet, lovey Christmas photos with our family. But we just added a random kid and didn't say shit to anyone. And the calls and text messages that we were getting were just like, <laughs> oh my God. They went out of their way to get a kid that no one knew. It was like, it was like a kid from an old neighborhood they lived in that was like, none of the family would know. Luke's showing us text, your yeah. guys' chats. Anyway, um, yes, Duddy added a fucking unknown child and just sent it out. So it was one of these shockers. I got a call from my mom, our mom, you know, and she's all, have you seen the Duddy's Christmas card yet this year? And I'm like, oh no, I haven't seen it yet. She's all, go to the mailbox immediately. So I'm like, okay, I go to the mailbox <laughs> and I already know. I'm like, how are they gonna top last year? You guys, it was a confusing one, Duddy. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure everyone told you this because I opened it and it just looks like a happy, beautiful family, but immediately something's amiss. And then, well done, dude. Oh, just so another just child. Everyone was confused. And then I had the couple friends that texted me and were like, I think I know you like I know you. And this is a joke, right? And I would just test back like Latin. They'd be like, I, you know, and then I had the friends that were like, did I miss something? Did you adopt did the you child? Adopt? Or then I had friends who were like, man, I know I haven't talked to you in a bit, but <sighs> who's this? But then the, one of my favorite things that happened from it though is my wife, one of my daughter's friends, um, my wife's friends with her mom and a bunch of the moms that my, of my daughter's friends, they're all, they're all pretty close friends, my, my wife and their moms. She called and was like, oh, oh, Rachel. She's like, oh, and this is what happened is oh. she asked her daughter and my daughter, because she was there, like, did, what, who's this kid? And, and my daughter, Sophia, who was also hilarious, she convinced her like, oh, we adopted a kid. So then the mom and these called, moms see you guys yes, every day. Every they see, day. So they're like, when every and day. how? Yeah. So then she called Rachel and was like, oh my God. <laughs> she was like, I loved you before, but I just have so much more respect for oh. you now. Like, you're such a good person. Like, I could never do that. Like, it was just going on compliment, compliment, compliment. <laughs> and then it was like, oh no, we were just fucking with you. And oh, it was good. Oh. It was fun. But And yeah. then she's all, I now have even more respect yeah. than I thought. <laughs> That's the best. It was so great. So. That gets us into, so you win again. The, you win fucking Christmas again. <laughs> and I mean, you decimate everyone else's Christmas cards. Here's yeah. the deal, gang. Christmas cards are great and Christmas cards are lovely and they're fine, but I get confused every year. I really do, Daddy. And, uh, and I know 75% of the people listening, you guys took the pictures with the family, you sent them out, but 
you guys do know that we see you and your family every single day online, right? We know what you look like. We see. Here's why Christmas cards made sense before the internet. Oh, you know, uncle blah, 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 and cousin, whoever, they live on the other side of the country. They're from Sweden. We don't even know. And then once a year, you get a Christmas card. Look how tall the kids are. <laughs> oh, uncle, fuck you, has a beard. You know, whoa, he looks cool with the beard. You get, it's a hug. You put it on the fridge and we've seen your kid. We really don't need you to go out into a poppy field and hold each other in a fashion that no one's ever held we anyone. We know you guys hate each other. Yeah, and then you fought. We know you fought about what to wear. You're running late. It's the kids don't want to do My it. My husband does not want to be there. Someone was struck just off camera right before. You can see yeah. the red mark happen. <laughs> See, and it's always the most season's greetings from our family. No, come <laughs> try this fucking hard, please. If you're gonna say, Duddy, every year, we don't know what we're getting into. Has he adopted or child stole the fucking child? We don't know, Merry Christmas. Do you understand everybody? Are we okay? Duddy, in agreeance? 100% agreeance? Yes, yes, yes there yes. it is. Chat, Luke, what are look the chat saying? Oh, this is how feels fake, says Jennifer. I agree. Yeah, good. So, uh, and look at we, I knew we were doing, <laughs> I knew we were doing a hilarious photo and I still didn't even want to go and take the photos. <laughs> and we're taking these photos and we're not in a private place. And I'm sure everyone else that does their photos, there's just other people walking by staring at us and they don't know we have a strange kid with us and this is hilarious. They just think I got roped uh, into taking these family photos. We live uh, by the beach gang. And if I see <laughs> one more family in denim jeans and white shirts walk under the pier and hold on to the pylons, we're gonna get one. We're gonna get one down the pylons, and here's what we'll do: we'll have each of you standing behind a different pier and lean out at different angles, like we're recreating the Beatles' first fucking yeah. album cover. Stop it! And by the way, I know your kid. He's a shithead. <laughs> your daughter is a whore. All right, oh, you guys. Oh, someone out there, I'm right about that. Not you oh. listeners and watchers, but someone that we all know and we know she's a little bit of a lady of the evening. Duddy, that's Christmas cards. <laughs> that is Christmas cards. She's the season gang and we're all feeling good. Oh. So how's the chat liking all this? Merry effing Christmas, more perfectly Christmas. You guys get it. They're loving everything and they agree wholeheartedly. Duddy, we've done it. We've said hello to them. We've talked about Christmas cards. You guys were professionals. Now we're gonna get into, this is a segment, you guys, that I started on my show, The Morning Ride Show, which is also here on Facebook, uh, Tuesdays and Saturdays, 7 a.m. Look it up. Anyway, <laughs> it's called Peace or Peace. Guys, I love movies, Duddy loves movies. And so I like to talk about the movies that I watch on that show, but now we're gonna do it here on this live show. I have a segment I've created, it's called Peace or Peace. I feel that every movie is either a masterpiece or a piece of shit. There's really not a lot of middle ground for me. So I recently watched the new Matrix movie, guys. Re Matrix, was it a resurgence, re re convergence? What's it called, Luke? Help me out, 42. The reboot? the reboot, but I think it had a resurrections. The Matrix Resurrections. That word too seems about as original as the smiling under the pier. Dire Resurrections. Yeah. The Matrix Resurrections, we all watched it. We all hated it. Gang, Matrix Resurrections falls firmly into the piece of shit category. Now, I made it an hour and a half into this film. I told Duddy, don't waste your time. Here's the deal. Quick synopsis. I like the idea. It's meta. They meet, you know, Keanu's back and he's living in the Matrix again and he's created a video game called The Matrix. And I feel the director just tried to get in front of all the jokes that everyone was gonna say about the movie by making fun of her own movie for the first 30 minutes. And then she gave us a turd sack piece of shit movie, right? Hour and a half in, I was out. Why did I dip out, Duddy? I'm gonna show you and I'm gonna show all the listeners right now. <laughs> um, it's because of this, guys. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, and I'm just gonna type this in and then I'm gonna put this picture up to the screen um, I'm gonna put Matrix. Bradley McGuire disagrees. Bradley, I disagree, you know, that's, look, and that's fair. 
I want everyone to, I wanted to love The Matrix. I, and I hope that you guys all enjoyed it. I just thought it was an absolute trash piece. While we wait for Jake yeah, to find that. Yeah, play some music, Duddy. Play me some music while I get this picture. And, and, and see, that is better than any song in this new Matrix, which is a thing. I'm trying to find it and I can't, Luke, oh, there it is. Oh my God, gang. When this picture hit the screen, oh, it's hard to see with the ring light. Oh, okay, this isn't going well for me. Do you see it? Do you see that makeup? It's out of focus. That is the worst makeup and hair. That was a bad, we'll put a picture up. <laughs> worst makeup and hair I've ever seen. In fact, Luke, can you get a good picture of Jada Pinkett's hair and makeup and post it in this group so everyone can laugh and make fun of it? I was already on the fence about the movie and I was kind of like, this isn't going well. This is really sucking. We all remember the first Matrix when Neo had to fight Morpheus and it was oh, all, yeah. and it was the greatest, was coolest the, scene ever. Like, Holy shit. They tried to redo that and it was at every, it was absolute trash. So ba action bad, CGI bad, but when, when Jada Pinkett hit the screen and I got an HD shot of that fake dreadlocks and worst makeup I've ever seen, I literally looked up to the heavens and I went, you know what? It's time for me to resurrect the rest of my life <laughs> by hitting stop immediately on this movie. And I did that. So Matrix Resurrection Gang, piece of shit. Duddy, you also have a piece or piece for us. Is that true? I have a piece or piece, but I'm not sure which piece it is. I kind of know what piece it is, but it was, I want to say this was Christmas Eve mm -hmm. and we were just chilling and it was like, the kids and the and the wife and and we've seen every Christmas movie there is a thousand freaking times, right? So we're like, man, we wanted to watch a Christmassy movie. So I'm looking through and I came across, I, I believe it was a Amazon original or an Apple original, and it was called uh, "Twas the Fight Before Christmas," and the cover is like a guy plugging in Christmas lights and it looks all colorful. And I was like, oh, let's check this out. You know, it's probably going to be like a funniest Christmas movie. So. Where did you find this? It's on Apple, I believe. I believe it was an Apple original okay. movie. All right. So you're Apple original. But if you gotcha. type in "twas the fight before Christmas, you'll find yeah. it. So it's what it turned out to be was like a fake documentary okay. about a guy who really loves making huge Christmas light displays in his front yard. And he's moving to a new, like, nice neighborhood, and he lets them know ahead of time, hey, I'm moving in, and I'm gonna put up this huge Christmas light display, and a lot of people come, and they're like, no, we have we an HOA here, mm -hmm. and no. And the, but he's a lawyer, so then he goes around finding all the rules they're breaking, and it becomes this battle about him wanting to put on the... Sounds kind of interesting, actually. Right? Yeah. So. But it's a mockumentary. It's, it's like not real. It's I'm not pretty real... sure it's a mockumentary. Yes. <laughs> you can't even tell. Is it's that... one of those where, and it was funny because, dude, 20 minutes in, my son was like, I'm out of here. I'm going to go do this. And my wife was just like on her phone at yeah. this point, not caring. And me and my daughter were like, I can't stop watching this. And Train my daughter is funny. She goes, I just can't. So this whole thing's about Christmas lights? Like, <laughs> and we watched the whole thing. And when it was over, we were like, huh. Like, what did we just fucking You know watch? what, Duddy, this is, this segment is piece or piece, right? And it's kind of a shitter get off the pot yeah. type of segment. Yeah. Which one is it, dude? I think it's, I think it's one of those things where it's like a car accident, but you can't look away. So it's like, it's if, kind of a piece of shit, but you will maybe watch the whole thing. That's I watched not the fair. whole fucking I'm thing. I'm going to need you. At no point was I like, oh, this is good. You, I was like, why am I? I'm, but I don't want to turn it off. I got to see what Daddy, happens. We've got people in the chat. There's a lot of them in there. They need to know if they should go watch this. Is this a masterpiece or a piece of shit? You've got to choose, Daddy. This I is the, think it's a masterpiece strictly in, because it yes. just makes you go, huh? Things that make you go, hmm, what the you guys. fuck is this? There um, it is. So the yeah. fight before Christmas, great name. And Adam Carolla always says this about movies. And, and this is one of those movies where he goes, this sounds like a movie where they came up with the name and then they made the movie. Yes. Like, hey, yes. what if we made like a, the fight before oh, yeah. Christmas? All right, yeah, let's oh, come yeah. up with something, you know. Could have so been one of those. That, but but yeah. that, that sounds like it could be a real thing and a real guy. Because we we all know about those people that have the famous displays. Oh, 100%. Thousand, you know, so, 100%. Hey, I actually went pretty big this year. My daughter and my son are like, could we just like put up more lights this year? Because I usually just do like the white lights around the house and stuff, and that's it. Mm. 
classy, basic, just classy, yeah. and like they want. So I kind of went big. I had like a big old lit up wreath on the top. I had lights Ooh. all over. I had like these candy canes up the walkway to the house. Got like a snowman thing that lit. I went big. Damn, I didn't see it because usually we'll go to your guys' house and do the Christmas thing, but yeah. we went to our parents' house yeah. this year. But now again, uh -huh. now after Christmas, uh -huh. now I have to take it all down and put it in my garage. Now I have more shit in my garage. I hate that. He I'm hates it. trying to get and rid of shit. All you guys that have been listening to the show, you know Teddy's back. How's your back, by the way? It's getting better. It's still it's still not 100%, but it's getting, it's getting better. I mean, we're talking his arm was fuzzy. You guys famously... Of course, some things led up to this, but it was a roller coaster that almost took Cuddy <laughs> out of the music game. Done. He can sing, but no longer a guitar player, no. thanks to the uh, Splash Mountain or something yeah. like that. I forget what ride it was, but well, anyway. Let's, let's get into this next thing. I yes. saw a lot of people asking what this is called. Perfect segue, Duddy. Tell them Boom. what that is. And what this is called a stylophone. And this was actually sent to me by one of our listeners. Amber Pike, and she actually sent me a really nice box. It had a, a bunch of uh, had a bunch of nice gifts in it for the family, for the kids. This was actually for one of the kids, but I stole it and I took it here. And I just want to say, Amber, thank you so much. Uh, we really did appreciate that, and the kids did love this. I have to bring this back home after this because if no. I don't, my son will kill me because he loves it and I do too. But Amber, I told Duddy, like this is how much. This is how much I think that's rad, and everyone thinks that thing's rad, is I texted Duddy last night and I said, hey, is that little mini synthesizer in the bunker? And he said yes, and I was like, good, because I wanted him to play that for the show. I'm like, Duddy, when we switch segments, hit the synthesizer, dude, that thing is oh, fun. Dude. And uh, okay, so this is the segment called You Sent Us. That's right, we do have a P.O. box. Uh, Luke, you sent us the P.O. box, but could you maybe put it into the comments so everyone can see it? If you guys wanna send us something, we'll open it up uh, right here on this show and we'll thank you for it. And we've been sent so many awesome things by by uh, by listeners in the past already. And I want to make sure we got something here. We want to make sure I know who sent no, it. No, no, no. Hey, Jake, What's I got that? some news. And I do think it was from Sarah and T-Bird. But there again, sometimes we get stuff and there's no name of who it's from. It doesn't tell us. It doesn't tell us much. So that's obviously just where it got sent. From. Okay, okay. But they sent us a couple of cool Christmas shirts. They're uh, diehard shirts, like Christmas shirts. Oh, says, ho, yes. ho, ho, now I have a machine gun, which Dude. is really cool. And actually this one is for you. And that's one of, my, one of my favorite lines in a movie. And I said it in the barbershop a thousand times last week because I think it, then when he says, now, yeah. now I have a machine gun. And why does he say it like this? Alan Rickman's the best. <laughs> now I have a, a machine, machine gun. gun. Her, her. Her. So they actually sent another shirt that was super cool. I wore it on Christmas. It was so cool. It I was just it. a picture of the hotel. And it said the name of the hotel. What was it? Like, it's a long name. I forget the name of oh, it. Oh, the Nakatomi yes. Plaza? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It says that. And then it says Christmas um, 1988 under it. And it's got, and it's like cool Christmas Oh, that's colors. dope. It's super dope. So thank you guys, whoever sent that. I do think it was Saren T-Bird. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. And, and let us know who it was. And, but, and I wanted to say this too, since we're on that subject, because I... I was always on the camp of no, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. I was kind of like, look, it it takes place during Christmas. I go, but if you take Christmas out of Die Hard, it's still a rad movie. Yes. I think I'm switching back because if, if it wasn't a Christmas movie, we wouldn't have got this line. And I've literally said this line 70,000 times in my life. Every Christmas I end up saying, now I have... And so I'm like, you know, and then you've got the fat boys, uh, like little reindeer rap song oh, at the yes, start. That's yes. a big part of that to me. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, dude. It's Christmas. It is a Christmas movie. If it reminds you of Christmas and feels Christmas, it's uh, fucking Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. I'm back. I can be wrong, guys. It's fucking rare. And then we got these other great gifts from Kimmy. Everyone knows Kimmy. Longtime listener. Yes, Simonian. And she sent me this plaque thing. And Kimmy, Kimmy sends us quite a lot of stuff. It She's says, a sender. oh, it says, oh my God. <laughs> it says, I give the best blowjobs and it's a little All plaque right. for me. So I'm going to give this. Well, I'm a professional barber. I'm kind of oh, thinking she go. sent this to me because it you. is a it, <laughs> shit. I That's think, actually pretty good. I think I would, I would put this at my station, but I cut hair in Long Beach. I'd say half my clientele is gay men and they always make jokes about me, always. And so if I had this at my station, someone just might suggest 
they're always like, Jake, will you come to my house and do some hair? Oh, I'm yeah. like, no, I won't fucking come. And I and your husband, it's insane. They're so they're my favorite people. Okay. But she also actually said, which is really cool, it's these uh, ice cube makers that they, the ice cubes come out looking like golf balls. That's Drop them you, in your little buddy. cup of whiskey. Super cool. Thank you, Kimmy. That I one's do appreciate for it. Daddy, remember the time we were golfing and I swung? We were all facing that way, and I swung and the ball went that way do you remember that uh, it happens quite a bit with you backwards into the side like yeah no one no one was mad at mm -hmm. me it, sh it physically shouldn't be possible but i must have hit the ball on the back corner what the thing with me is i don't oh. get mad when i go because i know i suck so i'm just like oh i suck oh well let's go that's the thing i don't get it when people get so upset when they golf and i've talked about it before because i have friends that are fucking terrible at golf who cares? Golf is hard. I'm not even that great. I'm okay. You're supposed to suck But if at you're golf. terrible at golf and you're getting mad every single time you hit a bad hit, I just don't understand it. I just like, did you think that you were going to come out today and just all <laughs> just of a sudden you're amazing at golf? And every No, you suck at golf. You're going to have so many bad hits yeah. and maybe two good ones. Stop getting mad. I don't get it. Golfing and fishing, I don't care. I've gone fishing a bunch of times where I haven't even gotten a bite and I was there for six hours and I'm like, I still had the time of my life. Yeah. I, you know, you want to catch fish and you yeah. want to hit good shots, but yeah, that's a bonus, man. Okay. Uh, all right. We, did you know we get, what? Is that everything that we got sent? That's it. That's what we uh, got sent. Duddy, play us out of you sent us then. All right. So that's it. We did open some stuff last week, so we'll have more stuff next week. You sent us stuff and we opened it. You sent us things and we will open it. Thanks for sending shit. I'm Luke and we put the P.O. box up. Yeah, I'll start doing lyrics too to, you know. I, I, that I was think a really you killed good, that. You were right on time. It was perfectly pitched. I'll follow what you're doing. All right, so we're going <laughs> to We're gonna get into some Q&A questions. Look, today's episode, this is the first one. We really just wanted to talk with you guys for a bit, let you know what we're doing. We started this Feeling Good with Duddy live page. So when we go live, hopefully, which is Monday mornings at 10 every time, if not, especially when I'm on the road, it might be a different day. It might be a different time, but we'll definitely let you guys know when it's going to be. And this will be the spot to come hang out and just uh, chat for a bit. And this next section is Q&A. These questions will come from our Patreon members. If you do want to ask us questions that we will answer here on this live show and on our Wednesday show as well, head on over to Patreon forward slash feeling good with Duddy and uh, you can sign up there. Mm -hmm. Here we go. All right. Where are these questions at? Where do um, I find so, them? So, well, let's pull up our, I'll just let you pull up your phone. You're going to dictate questions, right? Sure. Daddy's the question guy. So I'm going to pull up this Patreon. That's right. And uh, I, I looked at, we put the Q&A up last night and I looked and there were some really good questions in here. So there, those should be some fun, some fun stuff coming up. Because these are questions that I would have wanted to talk about anyway. Really? Yeah. Some things that I forgot. I'm like, oh, good question. We'll get into that. All right, this one comes from Michelle Nechetsky. And she says, let's hear about your Christmas gifts. Favorite that you gave and favorite that you received. Uh, my favorite that I received is gonna make me sound old, but it was my inversion table so I can hang upside <laughs> down. <laughs> it feels so good. That was for the back, the injured back. <laughs> I hang upside down now like a bat. It is very nice, but my favorite that I gave, I think, was what I gave to you and dad. I got, uh, I rented a dope spot, like a, a fishing spot. So I, I got a little fishing trip for me, my brother, my dad, and my brother-in-law. And us four, we're going to go on a little fishing trip, and I cannot wait. Oh, I can't even wait. And then for me, um, let's see. I think the favorite, I don't know why, but um, part of the gift that I gave to Duddy uh, was... Uh, Dude, I found, because um, on the show too, if you guys have been uh, watching, Duddy plays a mini harmonica. In fact, if we have that, I'd love for you to play it for everyone. We've, we've got the mini synthesizer, right? Duddy has a mini harmonica that he rips at. Look at this, guys. You're not going to believe it. Duddy, show him what you can do. Show him how mini that damn thing is. But <laughs> Yeah, and, and watch him go, man. Yeah. <laughs> you you guys didn't think it was going to go that well, but it did. So I found him just this tiny guitar and it came, I mean, it come, it came with a, a, like a guitar case that opens and shuts. It fits perfectly. It came with a little guitar stand. I just thought that was so funny and perfect because he's got this mini music collection. So that was my most fun and thing. And I did. I did. love that. Fuck he yeah. was like, no way. And the cool thing was online, it looked cool. I'm all, oh, daddy will look at this. But when he opened it, because I didn't get to see it till you opened it really. Yeah. 
we were like kind of impressed at the craftsmanship. It was very nice. Really quick, Luke, when I click on, I close out that pinned thing, am I actually deleting the pinned comment from being pinned? Is that what I'm doing? No. Oh, okay, it's still pinned? Yeah. Okay, cool. Because I still, I just wanted to be able to see these other comments. All right, sorry. And, um, and then the favorite gift that I received, Daddy gave me a guitar. Yeah, that's kind of rad. So that's <laughs> going to go ahead and be my favorite received gift. I don't know, my wife hooked me up too. She, my, you know what, I got hooked up this year, but fucking hell, hard to beat a guitar. All right. All right, this next one comes from Christina Whitman, and she says, how hot do you like your showers? Scolding. So hot. <laughs> yeah, dude. I get out like red. Mm -hmm. My wife's always like, Jesus Christ, you're like all red. I'm like, yeah. Yep. And now even more so, because I use that shower in the mornings to like loosen my back up a little bit. You know, I just let it burn me. Weird question, but I mean, that's a valid question because some people, you, I don't know. If someone says cold freezing, then, you know, you need to unfriend that person and move because they're going to kill you. Yeah. They're yeah. going to get you. Yeah. Uh, Melissa Mierto says, Duddy, we know that Jared had made some sentimental songs like Lighthouse and Best of Us. What DH songs are sentimental to you? Um, I mean, I think it's obvious the ones that are sentimental to me. I mean, like Chelsea, obviously. That's the um, one that's got to come yeah. to mind. Um, I mean, among others, but yeah. Geez. Oh, look, and they, they send the comments right here. They yeah, Crystal says out. Chelsea. Brian yeah. Ball says, is verse and come back around. Oh, yeah, I love the verse and come back around. Oh, celebrate. Yes, very, celebrates oh. very personal. Um, everything I'm looking for. So, and, yeah, there's and a even the guy that sang on the chorus of celebrate. I mean, that was super personal for yep. him, right? That was, yep. yeah, about his, so, yeah. You and, and who, who, what band was that again? I always forget this guy, but the singer of, who was on Celebrate. Oh, yeah, Likely Candidates. Oh yeah, cool. Oh yeah. Great, great, great chorus. Um, oh, Michelle Nachesky says, Duddy, please explain the Christmas card. Well, we did that earlier. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Michelle famously just got mad at me in the chat for saying we're done with the Christmas cards. Apparently she's a photographer, Duddy. I think that's why She said, stop taking a, my job away yeah, from me. Yeah, well, you know, stop. <laughs> Cutting down trees. We don't need to be sending around pictures that we can view tree killing lists. I'm just kidding. Yep. It's not your fault that the Amazon's completely blurring. Uh, this next one away. comes from Kimmy. And she says, do you guys like to play board games? Yeah, I do. I play with my kids. I play, we play yeah, board I games sometimes. I do um, it, but I don't Especially it. like when we go to the mountains and shit. Yeah, we'll break out board games for sure. Um, Miles Whitney says, describe a time where you got really mad at one of your bandmates and why. <laughs> oh, you? Yeah. I guess, yeah, probably I'm, both of us. Oh, hmm. yeah, I've been... My, uh, yeah. There was a time, and I won't say which band member, but there was a time when we, we had a string of shows where there was a band member that was... Oh. He, he had partied a little too hard, and then there was a solid like week of shows that kind of suffered heavily because of it. And I remember being pretty bummed about that. But we've all learned, we've all had our, our shows that we were pieces of shit and we've mm -hmm. all learned from it. So, hey, sometimes you gotta be an asshole for a bit to realize, fuck, don't be an asshole. <laughs> Dude, that's part of being in a band. Yep. You know, when you're younger, you, you, you blow it sometimes. But um, I have one time that I specifically remember because I had a guy in my, in my old band that I, I guess kind of fancied himself and an atlas or whatever where just thought he knew where he was going at all times and i'll oh. never forget we played a show in like fullerton or somewhere where it's just far enough away from where duddy and it's like a 30 40 minute drive to the show but if you go the wrong way it could take forever so we played this show and it was just an okay show and now it's time to go home all the equipment always lived at me and duddy's house in our garage always so half the band took off to go to my house to drop everything off and me and a the other half of the band get into another car to drive home and the driver of my car refuses to look at directions or, you know, I'm like, Hey, I'm I know pretty sure I'm you going. got it. Yep. And he's all, no, no, no. I know a different way. And I'm going, I'm looking at the other person who's with me and then we're going, I'm all, this is the direct opposite way of my house. We got to get home. Like, and he's like, dude, trust me, trust me. I'm out here all the time. And needless to say, I would say Duddy 30 minutes later, we hit a mountain. Oh yeah. And I'm like, we're definitely not going, we're in the mountain. Now we're <laughs> an hour and 30 yes. minutes. You and, were going the wrong direction. And I'm just like, bro. And I, we were telling him since the second he pulled out of the venue, wrong way, 
no, no, dude, I, no, dude, I, arrogant. And uh. so it was a stop now, turn around, fuck. You know, it was like a <laughs> done talking. And then it was like a silent death ride the whole way home. And the rest of the band had to sit out in front of my parents' house for like 45 extra minutes, just waiting for us. They were all pissed. Yeah. When we get there, where were you? Genius boy. That was <laughs> the maddest boy. I've ever been where I'm just like, use your head, bro. Let's see here. Justin Palmer says, any memorable New Year's Eve shows you've played? Tribal Seeds will be at the Billy Up 31st, first and the second. I got one that I didn't play, but it was with the Dirty Head, so go ahead first. And- uh, got it. I can't really even think. I mean, I know we've played some, but none that just like are, none that stood out. Because look, it's, it's a, a lot different for us on a New Year's Eve show because we are normally playing as it hits New Year's. And then we play even a little longer after that, you know? So, and we, I don't drink or anything before I play. So New Year's Eve shows are a little weird for us because yes, it's great New Year's Eve, but I don't really even party on those days until I'm gone from the venue and, you know, yeah. so they're, they're a little different. The parties for you guys, yes. really, you know? Yes. But um, I do remember, so this was a, a Dirty Heads New Year's show. And this was back in, I want to say, 2000, probably 11. It's just right when Lay Me Down hit. So Sublime with Rome, brand new. Uh, Dirty Heads, Lay Me Down, all over the radio. Uh, and, and I acted as tour manager. We went and toured all summer long and then winter and New Year's, mm-hmm. Chicago. So it's all new. This is still just happening. You guys are just, you know, but huge show on the pier, like a, a big famous pier in Chicago, um, freezing cold. But I remember it being so strange because it's just what you said. Dirty Heads played. Yep. And you guys played all the way up till like 1150. And then yep. the entire venue went outside, stood on the world's most freezing ass pier. I yes. stood with John John yes. outside like this. I remember <laughs> this. And we watched all the like 20 minutes of fireworks go off. And then we went back in the venue and Sublime with Rome played. Yes. And it was so strange. Yes. Everyone had to put coats on and like, and then you had to get back in and almost restart the show. It was show. like, man, no one needs to see fireworks. It was so like, weird, let's dude. Let's just all stay inside and be warm and... It was a very strange thing, but it was a fun show. It was a great time. It was an exciting time because Duddy's band was blowing up. It was also new to everyone, but I just remember being like, not too well thought out on that. Yeah, thing. sometimes anyway. things sound better than they're actually <laughs> yeah. going to be. Um, I do have one, actually. I'll tell another quick story, but this was a New Year's Eve show, and it was in Washington, D.C., and I've told the story many times on here. It was when Jared had crazy like food poisoning diarrhea. And he could not stop going. And, and he's told this story many times too, but like he got food poisoning and he could not stop like going to the bathroom. And it was getting about showtime, 20 minutes till showtime. We're backstage. All there is is a porta potty and he's just hating life. And he's like, we got to go up there. He's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to shit myself. So uh, our lawyer at the time, his wife is there and she's like, I'm going to go get you some stuff. So she got him some, I forget what it was, but something to like, clog him up, you know, <laughs> something to clog him up. So he, he took like all of it and he got up on stage and he stood in the very center of the stage with the mic stand. If you guys know Jared too, and you've seen the dirty heads, he's all over the place, the whole show. He didn't move one inch. He stood there holding the mic stand and singing with his cheeks clenched the entire show. Oh man. Woo. We were all just sitting there just waiting. We we're like, is it going to happen? Oh is my it gonna God. happen? <laughs> you just reminded me of something by saying, is it gonna happen? And on stage and poo, I gotta real quickly go back to the matrix. I gotta oh. re-enter the matrix. Duddy, you're gonna be like, no way. This is a big point that I meant to say about this movie. Now, the music sucked in this new matrix. Remember how dope it was in the yes. first matrix? Everything was cool. It was yeah. leather, it was dark yeah. green, the movie, everything was cool. Not cool in this one. Nothing was cool. Everyone was a goofball. Everything was bright. The music sucked. The makeup sucked. Everything sucked. But when I decided that I'm done with this movie, I started fast forwarding through the movie to see, is there any action scenes? I just want to see the action scenes. (laughs) And then I got to the end of the movie. And you remember famously the Matrix at the end, I think I heard a shot. Rage Against the Machine. They fly off into the sky. Uh Dope scene. They did that song again at the end of this one. But... It was a female singer, and it was like a bunch of trumpets and horns. Like, I think I heard a shot. Me, 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 me. Oh, I was like, what the fuck? fuck? And then guess who it is? 
It's the chick who pissed all over the guy's oh! face on stage. We covered that on our show. It's her band. So after the Matrix pissed all over my eyes and face, she took a piss in my ears, and then I went and had to resurrect my life after wow. that. Wow. Thank you. I'm glad that that came back. <laughs> um, glad we, I would have been devastated if I didn't oh, get yeah. to say that. It was her, Betty. The wow. piss face chick. Wow. Yeah, it was her. She really did. She peed all over the movie as well. This next one comes from Boo, uh, Boo, Bruce Strawn. And he says, Daddy, we know you love to make your spaghetti, but do you either have another Great favorite name. meal you love to cook? Bruce Strawn. Hey, how you doing? Bruce yeah. Strawn. I mean, we've Jesus answered Christ. this question a, a million times of things we like to cook. Um, so many different things. We love to cook a million things. I guess lately, one thing I've been cooking a lot that the kids like, and we, I do too, is I've been making brats. Bratwurst. Smoked. Oh, yeah, with your smoker. Beer brats. And they're delicious. Super delicious. Jake, anything? Uh, what do I like to cook? Um, I don't know. I made big, huge, juicy uh, bison burgers for Christmas. Ooh. I was like, Lorna, what do you want for Christmas? Yeah. She's like, I want homemade burgers. Like, I went and nice. got that good meat, boom, 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 oh, yeah. fat, juicy oh, ones. Oh, yeah shredded cheese on it not yep. a lot of lazy like a just oh, spilled yeah. it on there oh, let yeah. it go dude. let it go <laughs> so that was great yeah i'm like a meat cooker what are you showing me steaks you're not pointing to anything things you showed me like five that. different things and expect me to know luke what get over here if you want to ruin the show then ruin it with Hold your on. face no, i'll probably just get to it um and wow that's a really long question i can't I poor can't lukey boy in the background um, he's trying to help he's a helper uh, Brian Ball says, Kenny Chesney has come out and said he's a fan of DH. Have you ever met or spoke with him and any chance of a collab with him at some point? Country reggae hip hop would be a hell of a mashup. Um, hey, look, there's nothing set in stone. I would, we would absolutely love to. I've never actually met him, but my manager has cheese. Um, I'd like to see how you spell Chesney too, just for me. You can keep answering. Oh, yeah. So to answer your question, I hope so. But nothing is set in stone. That would be, I can see that working too. I totally think sure. it could, yeah. Uh, you know what's what's kind of stopped us? Because we have a, we do have a tie-in with a lot of people in the country scene, mm -hmm. especially even more so now that Cheese is out in Nashville and Cheese is mad, uh, managing Travis Tritt. So and look, there's a lot of ties in. But, and this isn't to be sound disrespectful or anything, but, um, ooh, why did I move that, Jake? A, like a lot of the fan base and a lot of these these country artists, like their fan bases are a lot of times very religious, very, you know, they not, you know, and they might not be. So a lot of them are like, hey, look, I love you guys. You're dope. But I don't know if, you know, it might yeah. some of my fan base not might not be stoked on it. So, you know, it's a hey, it is what it is. Yeah. It's the reality of the situation. Um, what I was going to say is whenever I hear Kenny Chesney, I think of someone having acne on their chest. <laughs> but it's not spelled with the T. That's why I want to check. If there was a T in there, I'd be like, bro, yep, drop the knee. Jesse Rules says, what new music from either of you can we expect in 2022? Um, you know, I've talked about it on the last few episodes. We're, we're in the process of writing right now. You know, nothing's set in stone of a date to release it, but yes, we are working on new music and- I'm sure, I'm sure Rome and Duddy and Dirty Rome and Duddy, probably Dirty Heads. I know Rome's also working on Sublime with Rome stuff mm -hmm. and it will probably all come out at some point in 2022, but nothing is, uh, no dates as of right now. And I've, I am finishing quite a lot of songs right now. I've got, the better part of a demo. For me, it's just a matter of how am I gonna record this? Am I gonna try to record this and make it sound like a studio thing? Or am I gonna literally just do a very stripped down thing at my house and put it out? For me to put something out, not a big deal. You know, a lot of production more has gotta go into what Duddy's doing. So I'm on the fence. I could put something out in a week if I wanted to just go acoustic in my living room and make it sound decent that way. So I just gotta figure my shit out, but I will be releasing music this year. I have a bunch of it. I've written it for the nice. most part. Yeah. Uh, Jay the Enforcer says that it was, uh, Best of Us was a tough one for him to learn. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, I do Dirty Heads guitar tutorials also over on our Patreon page. So if you want to ask us Q&A questions that we'll answer here live, also we'll answer them on the Wednesday podcast. 
and you want to get guitar tutorials from the Dirty Heads, you can go and sign up over for that Patreon page. But um, I think there's probably at least four of them up there now. More? There's Maybe probably five? more, four or five tutorials up now, and we're going to be posting another one here in like a week or so. Yeah. So um, he was asking, he was saying it's, it was a tough one to learn, and, and it was tough for him to try and sing it and play as oh, well. And he was dude. wondering if I had ever actually so tried to sing Jared's parts and play that song. I haven't. That's funny, I've never actually tried to sing and play Best of Us, but I will give it a go for you guys and not record it. Cause <laughs> That's the thing and, with Daddy's uh, music, we've talked about it. I think it's, it's you know, decently hard to learn some of his riffs, but they're, you know, they keep them pretty flowy, but to sing and do that, <laughs> oh yeah. It's not just like puppy dogs, you know. And then he says, Jake, will you give us a guitar tutorial for Hallelujah? Oh, God. Yeah, I famously make fun of the song, Laziest Chorus of All Time. I, I came up with something. Different. Hallelujah. Just imagine someone. Yes. Hallelujah. They're looking at you. You know when the person's like, hey, oh. I got a song I wrote, and then they look at you when they're and like, oh. like I, and you're like, am I supposed Ooh, to like this? I'll listen, but I don't have to like it, do they? But oh. they're looking at you like, I will kill you. If you don't like this, you look down, they're like, hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> and then here comes the big crescendo. Hallelujah. <laughs> so what do you think? I don't like it. I didn't either. Yeah, um, guitar tutorial coming soon. CM says, when you are on a road trip, are you a hurry up and get there kind of guy? Or do you like to stop and check out the small stuff along the way? Uh, you know what? It depends how long the trip is. Yeah, definitely. Um, sometimes when I take these long trips now, since we have kids and things like that, I mean, the kids are a little older now, but I like to be like, yo, you guys are going to pile in the car at like three in the morning. Yes. Because I know that that way they're just going to sleep the whole way and I can just go boom and I can just put on my podcast, like not my podcast. <laughs> I just listen to yeah, myself. I just put on podcast and just yeah, his cruise, just you know, dying listening to his own. Podcast. Yeah, I am so funny. Oh, no, oh, but, he rewinds uh, <laughs> it. oh, did you hear that? Did you hear what I said? Um, no, but yeah, but I do like, and, but sometimes when, when we are taking long road trips, no, I'm definitely like a, let me look up a cool, you know, spot to eat along the way. Let's, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a fast driver. I'm not a like guy nope. swerving around people trying to get, I'm just like, whatever. We'll get there when we get there. Yeah. I'm a lot like Duddy on that. And it coming home, get out of my way. But on the way to a fun place, yes, I like to stop. Man, I have a two yes. and a half year old. So now my yes. wife, my mother-in-law lives like seven hours up there, eh, probably like six hours up the coast. And we used to just go up there all the time because it's a beautiful place where she's uh, living right now. But now with Rocky, the last time we went up, we, we stopped. We stayed somewhere oh, three totally. hours up. Yep. We made it like a five yeah. day thing and hit That's some stops. Cool. Yeah. It was way more fun doing yeah. that. Yeah. You know, definitely. So, Definitely. The kids will dictate that. But coming home, I'm like, yo, let's just get home, dude. Yeah. Let's just get home. Totally. On the way home, I'm just like, <laughs> uh, Duddy's Little Monster says, if you had to work at a carnival, what carny would you be? And while we're on the subject, did you ever see the HBO show Carnival? Um, I didn't. I never watched the show Carnival. I don't think I did either. But what carny would I be? What type of people they got? Like maybe an axe throwing guy? You know what? I always thought it'd be fun because that knots will try and do it. Sometimes the kids like to do it where there's that person that like, I can guess your weight or whatever, you know? Oh yeah. I would do that. And I would just, every time it was a chick, I would just, oh. I would just be totally wrong on purpose. Like, oh, like no. oh, they guess your age and oh, weight. That's daddy. what it is. They guess your age and weight. And it's like, they got to be within like two years and 10 pounds, you know? And I would just make them older and mm. fatter every time. But maybe like, I hate hey, this guy. Don't go like ridiculous. No. 103. No, like if no. he's 27, to be like mm, 32. 32 and one six. You know, just yeah, whatever. She looks know. like she's a 115 <laughs> pound lady. I'm 135. You've been. Uh. I mean, come on, guys. I would be the the carnival barker guy, right? I'd be oh. like, come on, step right up. I'm a fucking asshole. Come on. You know, no, Jake would be, would be the guy who would be throwing the little ball at, trying to dunk him in the water. <laughs> yeah. I'm making fun of you even though I'm so, woo, can't get me sploosh every time. <laughs> uh, Kristen Haggett says, what is the most aggressive band slash artist that you like to listen to? Hmm. The most aggressive. 
I mean, I don't know. We like, yeah. I like a lot of stuff like that. I'm trying to think what's the most aggressive. aggressive. Because a lot of aggressive stuff sometimes, you know, but yeah. Um, I mean, and this isn't going to be considered wildly aggressive because I don't listen to death metal or, or I, I appreciate all sorts of metal and stuff. But I, I guess the, the gnarliest, just shittiest recording loud in your face stuff that I will put on is probably this band Death From Above. Well, now they're like Death From Above 1979. They had to like change their name, but it's a bass player and a drummer. That's it. So the yeah. bass player is playing through a harmonic pedal. So he's getting three harmonies. It's just aggressive and thrashy and 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 gnarly so most people would probably be like turn this shit off i think it's rad yeah um i don't know i don't i used to listen to a lot of like crazy shit but i don't much i guess rage probably would be one of the most at this point in my life he really likes the cover at the end of matrix yeah i love that that version uh let's see here cm wants to know jake do you want to go on a bro date with me that's weird I'm guessing Jake's answer. Oh, no, no. I saw this question. Oh. It's a, okay, I remember this. Read the rest of it. To see the West Side Story. Okay, that's what it was. For, funny. I'll go on a bro date with you, bro. But I don't want to go see West Side Story. Guys, can we stop? Can we stop? Hollywood, stop. We don't want any more remakes, and we certainly don't want any more musicals. I can't do... Duddy, where do you land... I don't want to watch a movie where someone's singing oh, the no, dialogue. I can't do music. Anything but just like I'm feeling kind of done. You know, I, it's like, I can't oh. do it. I can't. It's always can't. this over emotional look on their face. No. It's very cringy, very yeah. embarrassing. I don't like it. People pop out of the bushes. She said, "I'm gonna got it." Da, da, da. And I'm just like, "Fucking how does yeah. anyone do?" Yeah. I don't. I don't. And explain to me how anyone gets hurt dancing. Like in their dance fight, but they never touch each other. Oh, come on, yeah. Come on. Wow. Oh, no. He's been stabbed. What is dripping from his lips? It's like, fucking no. I know. I know. Just Jennifer 007 says, Jake, you have a beautiful smile. Did you have hey. braces growing up? No. No braces. And I got some crooked ones in there. They just stay hide. Uh, let's see here. Brett Silva says, Duddy. I think Listen to Me is a great song. What is the inspiration behind it? Um, I also asked Jared about Moon Tower on a live stream a while back, but the stream went down and we never got to hear the answer. Well, Moon Tower, we just kind of, it was just, we wanted to set that vibe almost like a uh, Daisy Confused, you know, just out in the field kind of partying at night with your friends. You know, like just kind of set that vibe. So we really tried to set that scene. Dazed and Confused was definitely like a big inspiration behind that song when we were writing it. Um, and it's as a great far as song that you, when you guys place it, you usually place it mid set and it kind of resets the set sometimes. Yeah. It can do both things. Yes. It can get too slow, yes. but here's the deal. If, if, it, if the sun isn't down, yes. no. Well, we, we never play moon tower in the daytime. Yes. If the sun's down, then yeah. you can get the lighters, yes. but I know what you're I've been at both types of shows. But honestly, moon tower is probably one of my top 10 favorite Dirty Ed songs it's we've a, written. It's a, I love that it's song. A it's a I beautiful love that song. song. You know? um, and as far as Listen To Me, the inspiration behind it, that one was a funny one. That one was just me and Rome were hanging out one day and we were like, let's make a song. And we just like made a beat. And I started doing some raps and like, it just came, it was one of those where we wrote and recorded like the entire song in like four hours, you know? And it just came out and it was just like, let's just write a song that's just like, and talk some shit in these raps have a couple punchlines, you know, mm -hmm. there wasn't a lot of like, and I hope this doesn't like break anyone's heart, but yeah, there wasn't a lot of like personal, like inspiration in that one. It was kind of just like, it just came out really quick and naturally we had a lot of fun writing it. And, and when we were done, we didn't really have an album coming out. We weren't writing for anything. And we were like, let's just put it out. Let's just put the song out, you know? Yeah, that was that one. And then this last question, Jake, comes last from the question. Harbor Boys. Wait, what? The Harbor, the Harbor Boys, Boys are, are the on band. Patreon. The Harbor Boys are Patreon members. They were they were the band oh. that uh, <laughs> there was the whole conflict with the Roman Duddy show with the poll, and someone put their name in the poll. They weren't supposed to be in the contest, and all their friends and family, I think, got all pissed that they <laughs> got deleted. But it's a whole it's thing. all been worked but hey, out. And they, uh, you know what? These guys are. They're they not, are, they're not dumb. They didn't they even have a question. They just said, again. And, they, and they didn't even have a question. They said, hope you all had a good Christmas oh, and staying safe. Well, you know that. what? You too, Harbor Boys. And we've said it many a time. Look at it, that whole thing. It wasn't even really them. It was just their friends and family. And you know how it is. 
Even you if, it was if your them, buddies are in a band, you you do whatever to help that band out. So they were just on hey. there. They got a little too heated about it, but <laughs> it, it is what it is. That just means they really care. So hey, every, yeah. You think Duddy and I haven't done crazy shit online to try? I remember this, dude. I remember that. I'm gonna tell something about All you. Right. Back in the day when chat rooms just started, I remember Duddy. I, I don't know why I was talking to you about something. Maybe you were telling me how to help me grow my band at the mm. time, something. But you were all, dude, I often just go into these chat rooms and I'll just drop like, hey, have you guys heard of this, this band, The Dirty Heads? And you're like, and I'll, I, I remember you saying that to me in the past. Really? Oh, yeah, dude, don't you? I mean, I'm talking 20 years ago. Oh, this 20 was, years yeah, yeah, ago. Not now. Oh, yes, you guys don't yes, need that now. Yes. This was well before anyone knew who you oh, were. Okay, yeah. But I remember you're like, I'll go into those chat rooms and there'll be hip hop chat yeah, rooms. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I'm, they don't know who I am. Yeah. And you're like, dude, I gain. You yeah. gotta do what you, you gotta, gotta get do. out there. Gotta hustle. So that's it. Closing yep. the show with that's the Harbor so guys, Thank you guys so much for stopping in here for the first ever Feeling Good with Duddy live. We are going to be doing these once a week over here. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Duddy, there's only, there's only one way to say goodbye to everybody. Grab your guitar, gang. Duddy has a guitar move that he calls the most annoying thing that you can do on a guitar. So uh, I want to stop this while you're doing it, Duddy. But I'm not how long you guys can stick around? Why is my pinky doing that?